Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? fulfillment of the abomination of desolation. This was roughly almost 200 years before Jesus would tell us that there was still an abomination of desolation to come. And in Daniel chapter 9, we saw there is an abomination of desolation in the future. This is going to happen again. Again, Antiochus is just a foreshadow of the Antichrist. But remember what Jesus said in Matthew 24, verses 15 through 20. Again, this is almost 200 years after Antiochus did this. He said this, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him, under, uh, let him understand. Verse 16, Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Recognize Judea. That's part of Israel. So we know who he's talking to. Let him who is on the housetop not go down and take anything out of the house or out of his house, and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant or, and to those who are nursing babies in those days and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, on Shabbat. You know, this attack that we saw recently was on a Shabbat. It was on the last day also of a Feast of Tabernacles. Um, but here's the thing. Some try to argue that Jesus was talking about what would come in 70 A.D., that he was just pointing forward 38 years after his crucifixion and resurrection to 70 A.D. when the temple would be destroyed and burnt down. But we know that's not true. See, a lot of the people who say that are part of this replacement theology crowd. So they just want to poo-poo it and say, here you go. Um, And they also, a lot of them are all millennialists or they don't really believe in a rapture or the same way that many of us do. But here's the thing. We know from the very next sentence out of Jesus' mouth that that can't be true. This is not speaking of 70 A.D. What he is talking about, because look at this. Matthew 24, 21, and 22 says this. For then, Jesus says, there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake... Those days will be shortened. The elect, he's speaking of Israel. And we know those days are going to be shortened by 45 days. I'll go into that next week. <laughs> Study it out ahead of time. Those days will be shortened. And this is definitely speaking of the tribulation because it will be the worst time the world's ever known. This is not speaking about 70 AD. No disrespect to 70 AD. But 70 AD was horrible for the Israeli people. But not all flesh in the world would have been destroyed if it didn't get stopped. But we know during the tribulation, all flesh of the world would be destroyed. If Jesus doesn't intervene, do you understand the times are coming? How is anyone still holding on to their, their uh, atheistic or their paganistic or whatever their beliefs and rejecting the gospel of Jesus Christ, knowing full well because they don't believe? They don't believe this is coming. Yet we keep reading in Daniel all these prophecies that came true exact. God doesn't lie. God can't learn and he can't lie. He knows all things. And he predicts the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. He knows all things. 
we know the word of God is true. These prophecies are going to happen. This is coming upon the planet. And it's not to make people fearful, it's to wake you up and recognize the days in which we live. Be awake, church. Be awake. Your king is coming. And regardless, you know, people can say, well, he won't be here for a long time. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. That's fine, if that's what you believe. I believe he can come in any moment, and I believe the signs are there that he's coming soon. But I also know this. No matter what, if the rapture doesn't happen soon, all of us are going to face Jesus Christ one day. Do you want to face him as friend or as enemy? You know, when I was a little kid, nine years old, I came to Christ. And I came to Christ through a hellfire and brimstone message because I knew I was a heathen. Some people need the fear of God put in them to receive the gospel. And some of you all, bless your hearts. It's like you hear the wonderful message of the gospel and you're like, oh, I'm loved. And I can just come to Jesus and he'll give me a new spirit and a new heart and I'll have eternity. And they, they come willingly to Jesus, not me. As a nine-year-old heathen, I ran down that aisle because I knew I wanted to escape the fires of hell. Jesus spoke over 42 times of hell. He spoke more of hell than he did of heaven. It's a real place. But hell on this earth is coming. Quite literally, demons will be released. You know, go study it out. The tribulation's no joke. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Well, I don't want to hear all this, and that's fine. There are plenty of churches you can go and you won't hear this. But I know what God's put on my heart, and I love you guys enough to tell you the truth. Wake up, church. These are not normal days. And I'm not being dramatic. I studied the word, and I know you do too. But we know Antiochus is a foreshadow of the Antichrist. And as we look at the, the finishing touches of this today, we'll see that he does indeed reward the traitorous Israelites. But know this, God always has his faithful remnant. Do you know that? He always has a faithful remnant. Look at verse 32. Those who do wickedly against the covenant shall go, grow corrupt, or he shall corrupt with flattery, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Wouldn't you love that to be said of you? You know, he had a faithful remnant during those days. Now, hopefully we don't have to go to war, but he's talking about the Maccabees. If you've studied out history, I, I did a little bit of this when we studied the, uh, the Gospel of Mark, but study this out on your own. I'm not going to go too heavy into it today. The Maccabees, it was an amazing time because these men who feared their God stood against tyranny. They stood against this man Antiochus. They came against him, and although many were lost, and they lost some battles, and they lost many of their fellow uh, Israelites, they eventually won through the power of God. And we know they recaptured the temple, and we know that they, they went in and they rededicated the temple. We know it became the Feast of Dedication or the Feast of Lights. Modern terms, it's called Hanukkah. But it's this wonderful celebration where a miracle happened. Again, go study it out. I'm not going to go too heavy into it. But we know in John chapter 10, Jesus showed up to celebrate that feast. In John chapter 10, Jesus showed up to the, the feast of dedication, to Hanukkah, to the feast of lights, and he declared who he was to the Jewish leadership. And you've heard me say it. That's why I have no problem in the middle of winter at the same time period, you know, uh, where we get together and we celebrate Christmas. And we declare to the world who Jesus is, or at least we should. But that's what, that's what Hanukkah is all about. That's what the Maccabean revolt was all about. And that's what the Bible is telling us, that there would be a faithful remnant that stood up. And we see more of that faithfulness in verses 33 and 34. And those of the people who understand shall instruct many. 
Yet for many days they shall fall by the sword and flame, by captivity and plundering. Now when they fall, they shall be aided with a little help, but many shall join with them by intrigue. It was a brutal battle. And the Lord is saying ahead of time, many of you are going to falter, many of you are going to fall, many of you are going to be killed, but stay faithful. And that's what they did. God always has a faithful remnant. The thing I was thinking about was this. In that same chapter, um, Revelation 3, the Church of Philadelphia, you've heard me talk about it a lot because we want to be the Church of Philadelphia. We know it's a prophetic uh, timeline, those seven letters to the seven churches. Again, won't go into that today. But here's the thing. We know this about the Church of Philadelphia. They were promised a door in heaven that would open and they would escape the coming tribulation upon the earth. And Jesus told them, we know you don't have much strength, just like these folks here. There's not many who stand with you. You're a faithful minority. But he said, because you held to my word and didn't deny my name, I'm going to give you that door. I'm going to take you out before it all comes down, before the time of the tribulation. We may not have a lot of strength. We may be a faithful minority, but let's be just that. Let's be a faithful minority. Let's hold to the word of God and never deny his name. And again, make up your mind now who you will stand with. But we finish with verse 35 today, and I have to tell you, um, in verse 35, we're going to see something. Um, we're going to see a transition of sorts. And what we're going to see is this is going to, to show us to look forward to what's coming next, verse 36 and beyond in this chapter and then in chapter 12. It's a foreshadowing of things to come. It's going to turn and point us prophetically to the very end of all things. And that's what verse 35 does. It says this, and some of those of understanding shall fall to refine them, purify them, and make them white. So that is ending the time of Antiochus. And we know that's exactly what happened. But then look at this, until the time of the end. Now we're switching gears. Until the time of the end, because it is still for the appointed time. And so we see, we are now going to be pointed to the last seven years of human history. All of this leading up in Daniel chapter 11 has all been prophecy that Daniel was given that happened or that God said would happen, and it did happen. And it was all fulfilled by Antiochus. That was the very last portion. But now, next week, we're going to see, we're going to be pointed to the last seven years of human history. The last seven years, which I believe are coming soon. Again, it's a choice you have to make. I can't convince you. Just like the gospel, the Holy Spirit has to be your counselor, has to be your teacher. We can lay it out there, but you go test it with Scripture. But know this, stand strong. Stand against tyranny. Stand against the junk in this world. Stand against the lies of the enemy. Stand against this debauchery and this evil, these evil schemes against the Jewish people to hate them. Again, you don't have to agree with the Israeli government. You don't have to agree with certain things of war. War is horrible. Anyone who says they want war has never been a part of it. But here's the thing. Know this. God has a plan and a purpose for Israel, and he has a plan and a purpose for the church. Make up your mind even now. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the blessings that it brings, Lord, that it teaches us and changes us. And God, help us to be challenged and motivated, Lord, to do your will. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.